Dokily, Dokily, let's put on our game faces. Game on! Woo! This is Bronco Nation, a Midwest communications podcast. Here's your hosts, Jordan Lass and Jim Lawless. Why is it every time that we cut a podcast, things happen after? Literally every time. <laughs> I know. It, Literally. It, this is nuts. And of course, this is, this is all lion-centric stuff, So, but we'll get there. And it's not good either. No. We needed to start on a different note, and so we dragged McKinney in here kicking and screaming for a soccer update. Yes, or football update, as it were. Football! And we have a lot of consternation in football, too. The good news, of course, is that the soccer team that everybody knows about, Wrexham, yes. is going to be promoted. So this is good. And They're, this is the first time since the re- oh, reg- or relegation in like 07, 08. Yeah, yeah it's been a while. Um, but there is a tiered system of football in Europe. Was it five leagues? I think it's, uh, let's see, the Premier League Championship, League One, League Two, and then the National League. And I think that, yeah, it's five. What's Bundesliga? Bundesliga is the German. Gotcha. And and there is a Bundesliga 1, 2, and 3. Gotcha. And then uh, I, th- I think France, uh, Italy, and um, Portugal all have leagues as well like that. So anyway, it's fun. But uh, the Premier League, as we are speaking, uh, has a, uh, a match tonight that is going to probably decide the title, and that's Arsenal versus uh, Manchester City. And uh, it would be nice to see somebody win other than Manchester City, but if they win, it's because they're better than everybody else. Um, just, it reminds me of dodgeball. Yeah, we're better than you. We're better than you. So. <laughs> now, now, I'm trying to follow along. Manchester City, you tolerate. Manchester, you, you don't. I hate Man U. Okay. With a with a blue hot passion, but part of that is because I'm a Liverpool fan, and they're our hated, most hated rivals. Um, but they're also a, a bunch of wankers, so I don't really <laughs> wankers. You know. <laughs> um, I will give their coach credit. He has brought them back from the dead. But they have a lot of dead wood on that team and some players that really need to go bye-bye. And they will. Uh, the team that you really want to watch for fun is Chelsea uh, because the owner who is Todd Bowley, who owns a baseball team here in America. Which team? I, you know, I was trying to think. I think the Angels. Todd Bowley? Todd Bowley. It's B-O-E-H-L-Y. There he is. American businessman. Yes. But he owns a baseball team with... Some other people. Anyway, he bought Chelsea with some friends and has been using it basically as his own play toy. They have a total of like 45 players under contract, okay? You can only put 11 on a field at a time. And you really shouldn't have any more than about 20 or 22. But why? Because you can, I guess. And none of these, none of the players really mesh together. And so they're foundering right now. And it's going to be a real long offseason. Um, so anyway, um, that, that'll be interesting too, but, uh, this is the time when the, you know, in baseball, it would be the hot stove league mm-hmm. where they start talking about who's going where, when, why, and how, and, uh, you know, my team obviously is going to make some changes too, cause there's going to be some people leaving, but it's, it's interesting to see there's so many things about English soccer yeah. that people don't know about. And then when they find out about it, they're like, well, what do you mean they do that? <laughs> they loan players out to other teams. It's kind of like AHL, league. Yeah, ECHL. Yeah. Well, but they, I mean, they actually can loan players to another team in the same division. Why would you do that, though? Well, because they're not getting any playing time. And the reason they're not getting any playing time is because they're not as good as the guys on the field. So loaning them out isn't going to hurt. 
And a lot of times they loan them out to teams that are close to, if not going to be relegated. So, but at the end of the season, everybody comes back. So, and there's another rule too, and that is if, say, for instance, Chelsea loans somebody to Nottingham Forest, yeah, and the two teams play, the player who was loaned can't play against their parent team. Ah, so mark that one down as a rule that you didn't know before. So anyway, uh, yeah, we'll we'll have a pretty good indication of who's going to win the, the Premier League title here. It's they've got like four or five weeks left, and that's it. But we also have. Champions League and FA Cup, and they have a lot of things that are going at the same time, which is that's part of the fun too, trying to keep track of everything. So, um, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's it's going to be an interesting end of the season. So, but it's a calming influence given what all the crap that's going on everywhere else. Uh, you were talking about Todd, twenty uh, percent stake in the Dodgers. Dodgers, okay. Also a part owner of the Los Angeles Sparks. Okay. And back in July of 21, I don't know who this Walter character is, but they acquired together a 27% stake in the Lakers. Oh, wow. Hmm. Well, he and his his syndicate own Chelsea. And there are a lot of big money owners. Like, for instance, uh, there's a, uh, a fund from Saudi Arabia that owns Newcastle. Liverpool is owned by, uh, they call them the Fenway Group. Mm -hmm. It's a group that owns the Red Sox. Yep. Um, They're, uh, yeah, it's, it's, and then of course the Glazers who own Man U, and that's another reason why I hate their guts. Um, (laughs) I was just going to ask you. Because the Glazers stink too. um, You know, we have poor ownership Mm -hmm. in our American sports. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sarver and Phoenix comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. the guy with the commander, Schneider. Oh, yeah, Schneider. Um, are there owners like that Oh yeah, in soccer? Yeah, there, there are actually more than we would like. However, there are some owners who will own, and I will give the Saudi Arabians their, their due. Um, they bought Newcastle, and then they basically have just said, do what you got to do. We're not soccer people, but we'll provide you the money you need. That's and it's what great. makes the best owners. And and just to let you know, Newcastle is in third place in the Premier League yeah. and are going to get a Champions League spot because that's ex- they, they, they're doing what they're supposed to be, but they're going to pour a lot of money into it. So, and that's what owners are supposed to do. Yeah. They're supposed to arm their people with the right resources yep. to do their job. Typically, these franchises that toil in mediocrity mm-hmm. or just – Playing suckitude, <laughs> they're too involved. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look at look at the owner for the Pistons for the long Goris, way too involved. I don't need you. I mean, it's like Sacramento's owner, the Kings for the longest time. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, even the Fords and Firestones back off. Yeah, it's Just the Robert Kraft model. Hire you hire people to do their job, and you leave them alone. And then you let them do it. And if you don't get the results, then you step in. Jerry but, Jones is another example. Yep. He's such an egomaniac. He's the team's GM. I'm really surprised he doesn't own an English soccer team, but that's he can stay away. Please. Yeah, it's it's fun. So anyway, yeah, it's it's getting down to the to the end of the thing. But Mars, Arsenal and Man City play on Wednesday. They play today, and essentially, whoever wins that that match is is going to be in the driver's seat. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, as long as it's not Man U, I'm good. I hate Man U with a red-hot passion, blue-hot passion, whatever. I don't, th- I don't think he likes Man U. I don't think so either. I'm not a big no. You know who he's – you know who – it's reminding me of my displeasure for the University of Michigan. Oh, yes. Yeah, along those lines, but probably hotter. 
Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. I really, and again, a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm a big Liverpool fan, and we flat out hate Man U. <laughs> okay, so off topic here mm-hmm. for a second. Yes. I was watching, well, I've been watching the NHL playoffs probably for the first time in like three or four years. I'm a Sharks fan. They're not in it. So before betting, it was hard to to actually watch when mm-hmm. they're not in it. Um, What was it? Last night or the night before? When the Leafs came back and then won. I don't know if either of you watched any of the intermission, like, I don't know, what do they call that? Like the studio? Oh, yeah. Paul Bissonette. I believe he's the color guy for the Coyotes on radio, but he comes in and will do this during the playoffs. playoffs. And then he's got the Barstool podcast, Bit and Chicklets. He was a blowhard the other night. Wow. He freaked out because they won an over. It was like, dude, you are a gas bag. It was awful. Mm-hmm. Oh god, I I had to talk about it. I saw it and I was just like, aren't you supposed to remain neutral? Par- yeah, partial neutral, mm-hmm. non bias. You would think. Thanks for showing your ass, buddy. <laughs> Well, we showed his hand so we can beat him. No, yeah, I've he has a reputation of being a blowhard. Yeah. Listen, that does. Yeah, um, he does. When he's not doing the Coyotes games. The reason he's doing the playoffs games is because the Coyotes aren't in it. See, my <laughs> thing is the dudes have associated with Barstool. Mm-hmm. If I were TNT, I wouldn't be employing him. No. No, thank you. Maybe they'll yeah, maybe this will help push him then. I hope. It, it was embarrassing, hope. dude. He, like, lost his mind. It's like, what am I watching right now? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, anything else soccer-related that we need to know about? Uh, no other than the uh, United States uh, men's soccer team uh, hired their uh, sporting director, and his name escapes me right now, but I can tell you that he was formerly employed by the team that's in last place in the Premier League. So, oh, that's good. You know, that's that's always good. But he does come with good Credentials. Now we just have to find a coach. American soccer And very stinks. soon the Women's World Cup will begin, and the Americans are the odds-on favorite to win their third in a row. But we lost a, a key player with a knee injury about two weeks ago. So we'll have to wait and see. The, the women generally are much better than the men are, <laughs> and it's going to be that way for a while. So, But that, that'll be fun. That's down in Australia and New Zealand. So... So before you escape mm-hmm. and get out of here, uh, we are going to be talking about the draft today heavily. Yes. Um, what is your consensus on what the Lions are going to do round one? Uh, I hope that the Detroit Lions get Williams and or Carter dropped in their lap because the top teams, you know, are. You never know. Arizona's been saying no, 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 but I think it's all smoke. I think if somebody came in with a good deal. They trade. They trade. And well, then, because from what I hear, they're looking to get a lineman because they have not invested in that line at yeah. all. And, um, that, and that could be then Carter or Williams will drop in the Lions' lap, and that would be wonderful. However, I really hope against hope, but I think it's the, the, the first pick is either going to be Devin Witherspoon from Illinois or Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. Really? A lockdown corner. You know, I am pretty scared that it is going to be Witherspoon. Uh, the other one that scares me is a guy that never started a game in his college career, hmm. Van Ness. Oh, Van Ness, yeah. I hope that he doesn't even come close. They're talking about late first round, but... 
That could be 18. That could be the, the Lions pick at 18. However, I just to vindicate you, because I know how you've been venting about Robinson from Texas A&M, somebody had him being picked at like the 8th or ninth spot and said, no, this can't happen. You can't pick a running back this high. <laughs> There's two things so there we don't go. do with running backs. We do not pay them, and, and we do not draft them in the first round. High. I will tell you, though, I think a place that he fits really well uh, would be the Eagles. Take yeah. him at 10. Yeah. You know, that I could, think it makes a lot of sense for them. That could be. Now, I, whether the Lions trade up to guarantee that they get Williams or Carter, I, I, I don't know. I, of the two, I guess I would prefer Williams because he doesn't have as much baggage. But here's a question for you on the heels of this JMO stuff, and I've got more information that I'm going to share in a mm-hmm. little bit here. Do you think – and let's be honest, it was more than JMO. It was eight people. Yeah. It was three or four players – and three or four staffers. Yep. And what? Six of the eight? Six of them are gone. Are gone. Yeah. Um, do you think this is such bad publicity for them that they would not take Carter because they can't have both things going on at once? I hope not. Um, I would hope that they would look past, you know, that they would have vetted things. Mm-hmm. And you think Brad Holmes would do that. I, I, I hope it doesn't, but... I'm worried, man. If Carter or Williams are there, I you hope they take, take Williams. You have to take one of them, though. And, Anderson. Or Anderson, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I know who you meant. Will. Uh, it's it's just, uh, you know, you you have to. Mm-hmm. Because either Anderson or Carter on the other side of Hutchinson Correct. is going to cause some issues in yes. the NFL. It, and, it just is. And in the NFL, I mean, teams like the 49ers have showed you. Mm-hmm. You don't need an elite uh, secondary. No. no. When you You're, have a front seven or front eight mm-hmm, that they, have 12 good. to 15 guys to rotate. If you've got a pretty good, and the Lions are doing better with their linebacking. Yeah. I mean, they've gotten better, and their defensive line is tons better. See, so, that's why I'm like these people talking about a corner. Give me a linebacker that's worth anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I'm going to, I, I, I want to stay up and watch it because I want to see who they pick number six, but it's going to depend on whether Arizona lets go. And if I were the Lions, I wouldn't trade my number six or number 18 pick for their number three. No, I think. I don't think it's worth it. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Not when one of them is going to fall in your lap. No. Now, if they don't want both first-round picks, you know, and you can guarantee you would get Anderson with the number three, because I think two quarterbacks are going back-to-back. Um, yeah, and it, it's hard to measure who it is. Apparently, Levis is saying the Panthers are going to take him, yeah. but he's still plus odds. And, you know, Young, I th- think, is like minus 1,200. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Levis went second, you know. Because yeah. Houston needs a quarterback. They do. And it's like, I, I'm not a big C.J. Stroud guy. I think he showed his ass in the game against Michigan. Um, and Anthony Richardson. I have no idea. I saw one draft that had the Lions taking Richardson at eighteen. If they take a quarterback, so. I swear, I swear. <laughs> I will see the. I could see the explosion from my house. Yeah, you would see the mushroom cloud. So, right. Yeah. yeah. So there's your soccer update. A plus more. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Anytime. Goodbye. You, t- you might want to turn this down a little bit. All right. There you go. Today's show brought to you by the word wankers. <laughs> I love that word. And things in Allen Park last week went wankers in a big way. Okay. <sighs> Can we just go there? Um, well, tell you what. 
let's talk let's talk a little bit of baseball first and then let's get into the the meats and potatoes of everything gotcha um yeah the the cubs drew smiley oh my god how how can you throw a perfect game like that and then get run over by your own catcher oh i cried (laughs) well i didn't cry but i'm just like god that is so that is so uh um, let me see. 90s Cubs. There you yeah. go. <laughs> I had a friend text me um, who lives in Wisconsin. He's from Dubuque, Iowa. He's a uh, Brewers fan. He texted me last night and he said, two straight losses to the Tigers. Is this what rock, rock bottom looks like? <laughs> and, and, and by the way, Detroit, I thank you for taking two from the Brewers. Got us a little bit closer. That thank you. That just so bad. <laughs> There was okay. Well, no, they, there is hope, but like I was saying, don't pay attention to their record really too much. Pay attention to player development. And Torkelson, he's coming around a little bit, you know. Uh, I disagree. I think him and Green uh, a stink. little bit. I said a little bit. I said a little. I said a little. Like I said, watch player development and see what happens. Hang and on. then, and then come July, August, you you may see some changes. Cubs are in good shape. Uh, I should go look and see where they're standing at in the standings, you know. But and while you're looking at that, I will do that. I'm looking for some stats. Um, <clears throat> hang on. Okay. All right. Actually, you know what? The Pirates are leading the uh, Central right now. They're, they're they're having an incredibly huge start. Uh, Brewers are one game back. Cubs two games back. So yep, they're in, they're in excellent shape. In 180 innings, this was as of Monday, 20 games, the mm-hmm. Tigers have scored 30 runs. That averages out to one run per five innings. That's about that right. is horrific. Mm-hmm. Better hope you have some pitching. <sighs> Just saying. It's a rebuild. I'm telling you, it's a rebuild. It's going to take a while. It's a rebuild on a rebuild. Yeah, They've been rebuilding since like 2016. (laughs) Because Avala screwed up the first one. Avala. And that's that's the hardest thing about this is like, it's easier to rebuild when you have things to sell off. They got nothing. They're screwed. Avala. Yeah. Avala. Yep, yep, yep. It's pronounced Avala. Yeah. <sighs> so the Pistons need a coach. You got any ideas? My idea was Udoka, but that was too easy. Well, yeah. Uh, at this point, the names that are being thrown out there sounds like another stopgap. <sighs> I don't like the names being connected to them at all. Pistons will be rebuilding. Longer, yeah, they're also in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Great stuff, yeah. And then we turn the corner with the Lions looking good, looking great. Things are on the upswing, and then Anvil bam! I feel like I'm in a Wiley Coyote cartoon, dude. Friday, I had the wind t- knocked right out of me when that came out. <laughs> I just shook my head. I just said, oh, geez, here we go. But no panic buttons being pushed here because that's fine. 
I don't think they need to overreact and go like right. try to replace him. Right. I do right, think... right because we we were fine last year. He only played what a few ball games and in very very limited action, touching the ball once, maybe twice a game. Once. That's it. He touched the ball once all season. Twice. Once it was, it was the catch. It was it, twice. It was a it was reverse. Twice. It's it not a twice. catch. Well, but he touched the ball twice. He was involved in two plays. Terrific. I watched both. First full season, you're involved in two plays. And awesome. that's why that's why I'm saying it's losing him for half the or you know for the first six games. That's fine. But here's my problem. Okay. Here's my problem, Jim. You are counting on this guy to take the top off the offense. He gives you a dynamic that you did not have. Um, and then he screws it up. So now you either got to go hit the bargain bin and get a veteran, someone to come in, and believe me. I'm not fond of the names. You got Jarvis Landry. You've got Sammy Watkins, the kid uh, that played for Atlanta that needs a team. There are guys out there. Or you could do what I think is the better option and draft one in the second or third round. Take one of your top 100 picks, your five of them, outside of round one, and take a receiver. Because here's the problem. You want to know who's on the team next year, as far as contractual, Amon St. Brown and J-Mo. That's not good. You need another wide receiver. Yeah. And here's my problem. You <clears throat> said there's no panic buttons being pushed. Yes. No. I am souring on J-Mo very quickly. And let me explain to you guys why. So, not only did he get popped for gambling, and the rule is stupid, we don't even yeah, need, and, we and, don't even need to go into it because yeah. it doesn't matter. And and the NFL is such a double standard. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's ugly. But yeah. that but th- that's beside the point. Right. The fact that the fact of the matter is he broke a league rule. He but here's the thing. But he if did he would have been at home or somewhere else, he would. And fine. if it wasn't the NFL, it was fine. If he got, if but he, he would, chose to do it on Rotunda Drive in Allen Park. In the Lions practice facility. Now, had you jumped on Rotunda Drive and got out of there, then... He would have been fine. Stopping a light. Hey, there's my bet. And it's just like, dude, you have how much money? You have plenty of people in your inner circle if you said, hey, man, here's some money. Can you make a bet for me? They would do it for you. Yep. So here's my issue. How many guys miss the action that he is going to miss in his first two seasons? How many of those guys end up reclaiming their career. Not a lot. That's the worry, guys. And here's the other thing. Everybody wants to talk about the culture. Even you and I were high on the culture. At this point, what culture? You had eight guys, staffers and players, suspended for gambling. There's no culture. If there was a culture, none of that would have happened. All you had to do was watch Calvin Ridley last year throw a year of his career away. You know, I'm pretty sure this is going on at other teams. It's just not being caught yet. Mm. Yet. Yet. Here's my thing. So there's more to this. If you listen to 97 won the ticket in Detroit and Mike Valeni, you might know about this. So Monday, right before they sign off, somebody was on JMO's social media. And the video's gone now. He, in a video, looked like he was at the title fight out in Las Vegas less than 24 hours after getting popped for gambling. The optics, not great. I don't care if he bet on the fight. I don't care if he played blackjack. The optics, horrible. 
And then they're getting firsthand accounts from listeners calling in saying that JMO is on six mile in Detroit often at two, three, four o'clock in the morning drag racing. This oh. kid's career could go sideways real quick. Did Do you want to know the name he's being compared to right now? Jaylen? Chuck Rogers. Oh, Jalen Carter. Charles did he, did Rogers. He, did, 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 Charles Rogers. Did, yeah, I got you. Did, did he not learn anything from Jalen Carter recently? Or, Hello? I don't know, Henry Ruggs, his former teammate. Right. And, and, and then you mix it with the bad body language, the complaining about not getting the ball. The liking of the tweet about bringing Lamar to Detroit. Bitch slapping your quarterback in the process. I've soured on this kid. He better get his bleep together. And he better come out firing because they don't owe him that guaranteed money anymore. That's right. I already told you pre-show. He comes out and shows his ass. They're cutting him. This is a trade that Brad Holmes wants back. And this is coming from a guy that was very high on this kid. Mm -hmm. I think everyone was. It's bad. So does this really change up the draft as far as as far as the Lions targeting players? Now, yeah, now yeah, they're they're going to want another wide receiver somewhere. You had mentioned that, and we had talked taking about one them down, taking fifth, fourth, yeah. sixth, seventh round. Yeah, now you're going to have to go second or third. Yeah, you got to move up on that. And of course, we are still sticking by our guns. No corners, no quarters. No. For why? Mm-hmm. No. I know. I like I said, no <sighs> corners, no quarters. And of course, you know, everybody everyone's putting up their own smoke screens that, you know, hey, the Lions are looking at this, that, and that, whatever. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too about JMO. They knew about this for a month. Mm-hmm. So okay. um Okay, now um I'm I'm curious as to whether uh the Lions are gonna trade up. And this might involve swapping both of their firsts. If and McKinney mentioned it, you know, with Will Anderson, I I think they may be really high on him. If he's sitting there when the third pick comes up, they may try to go grab him. You might have to. Yeah. Um and, but it might cost you eighteen also. It's going to cost you eighteen. Um <laughs> my brother asked me that yesterday. Is it um un warranted, reckless, whatever you, you know, whatever you want to say to do that. And I don't think I'm there yet. I don't. Uh, There's people suggesting looking at Quinton Johnson at 18, the kid from TCU. Uh, I'm not a fan of taking a wide receiver in the first round. However, I would be okay with Johnson because he gives you something that you don't have. Mm -hmm. That is a big body receiver. That is the only receiver I'd be even remotely okay with at 18. Mm-hmm. If they take Bijan Robinson at 18, I probably won't be on this podcast next week. <laughs> or if they take a corner at six. Yes, you will. Because but, I'll be yes. six feet under. No, you'll be here. You'll be here. Don't even. Screaming. Don't even try. Don't. No, 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 no. I can't handle it. <laughs> let me, let me, uh, let me throw this at you. There's a there's a lot of talk, and even when we're sitting at Fletcher's having a beer for crying out loud, even a couple of the guys are like, "Hey, late round draft Moody." I'm like, "Yeah, Jake Moody." Some jackass. I think so. Uh, called into Valenti showed and said, "Take Moody in the first round." Yeah, that yeah, ain't gonna. You never put down the crack geez. pipe, buddy. You know, it would be nice if you could do that. 
because your team's just sitting that good, you know. Must but, be nice. But, yeah. Or that well, that good, that well, whatever. Um, I hear the Titans might try to trade up. Uh, there's so much going on right now, and so much of it is smoke screens. Yeah, and you don't even know if Bryce Young's going number one or not. I think he is. I, I think, think so, I too, think but, done. but, yeah. But then, then Will Levis does that thing yesterday, and it's like, what is going on here? Uh-huh. Uh, something we did miss, A-Rodge finally getting traded. Oh, we haven't missed it yet. We just haven't gotten to it. <laughs> we'll get there. Don't worry. And if you want to talk about it now, bye, Karen. <laughs> she, I, I, I'm dumping Sharon for Karen now because he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a Karen. He he's is. a freaking Karen. But it, it, did, it did cost uh, a little bit, and I think the Jets got taken. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't give it up. Wouldn't mm. have given up a first round for him. No. No. Because here's the thing. And it could be a first round next year if Rodgers uh, plays 65% of the plays. Well, it, it's like, um, who was it? I don't remember who said it, but it's like, you don't know. Like, welcome to being the Green Bay Packers where he's not going to give you a straight answer on anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dude could, at the end of the year, just be like, I'm done, and then go smoke peyote in, or peyote in the mountains, like, or take more psychedelics or whatever. <laughs> Anavasana. I mean, so he blows out his butthole. Like, right. The dude's a weirdo. He is a class A weirdo. Yep. But he just made the Jets playoff contenders. There you go. I and I hate I I, I don't think so. I think this you know, is going to classically blow up in the Jets' face. I hope it does. I really do. I did see a great tweet. It was uh, Charlie Barons. He said the comedian, the Ope guy. He goes. Uh, Rogers is officially broken Favre's record for the longest Midwest goodbye. <laughs> oh, I was like, that's pretty good. Oh boy! Because you know how the Midwest go- goodbye goes. First, right. it's like, well, I gotta get out of here. Then you put your jacket on. Then you talk more, and blah 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 blah. And then two hours later, you leave. And this realigns the NFC North now. Um, very early pre-draft projection. Who wins the North? It's the Lions. Right, right now. You think so? You think they're still the faves? They are, they are the betting favorites, but you think they are still your personal favorites to take it? Who else? After, after, after this last week, you know? Who else? Jordan Love? No, the, the Packers? The Vikings are going to be the ones that are the big threat, but, you know. That, you know how I feel about Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I don't even have to go there. Right. I think it's the Lions still. And for these gas bag anchors and analysts saying that uh, Justin Fields is the number one quarterback <clears throat> in the NFC North, please shut up kindly. I need to readjust something. I'm sorry. Today's show is brought to you by the words wankers and gas bag. <laughs> they seem to be used a lot today. Oh, goodness. And Sweetwater's Donuts, we did not forget about you. Three locations, Stadium Drive, Sprinkle Road, and on um, Capitol Avenue and Beckley in Battle Creek. I was just there over the weekend. Oh, there you go. So, um, yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see what happens. Um, I don't think anything's off the table at this point. 
unfortunately. It's going to be a very, very interesting. What time does the draft start tomorrow? Uh, eight. Eight, oh, I think. come on. Eight That's o'clock? so late. Please tell me it's seven. I'll bet you it's eight. Uh, you're right. <laughs> I'll you're bet. Right. I'll bet. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, you're right. It is eight. Now, why why did I think of you when the gambling bust went down? <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> I was like, see, told ya. <laughs> I mean, I did make money off his only catch last year, so. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> I picked him to have a touchdown in that game and for the Lions to win, and it, both happened. Hey, and you hit the jackpot. I did. That was probably my biggest. Well, no, I bet quite a bit on the Super Bowl and won. So I've been cold since last week. Playoff basketball killing you? And the NHL. Hmm. Did the Wild end up losing last night? I don't remember. Uh, I fell asleep during the game, so I couldn't. Oh, of course it. they did. Of course. Ah. <sighs> Uh, Might as well update you on the playoffs in both the NBA and NHL. Uh, Miami with a shocking 3-1 lead in the 8-1 series with the Bucs. Game 5 tonight, 9-30. Are they in Miami? No, Milwaukee. Okay. I didn't know if they were doing 2-3-2 or 2-2-1-1-1. Do that? Yeah, two three two is the finals. Uh Boston up on the Hawks. Wow, the Hawks won last night. Jeez. Uh they're up three two game six tomorrow night in Atlanta. The Sixers swept the Nets. They made quick work of that one. Yeah. Which is which is not really surprising. No, because the the Nets, the only reason they ha- held on to that sixth spot is because they had um Durant for most of the season. Mm-hmm. And then when you lose them, obviously everything changes. Uh, New York Knicks up 3-1 on the Cavaliers, which I'm kind of surprised about. Uh, Game five is tonight. Uh, The Nuggets ended the series with the Timberwolves last night. And the Lakers up 3-1 in the 7-2 matchup with the Grizzlies. When Um, not getting a shot in the you-know-wheres. Oof. Well, um, <laughs> not having, what's his name, the kid for the Grizzlies that pulled the gun on the kid. Oh. Uh, I don't even remember yeah, his I, name. I don't, I don't ja know. Ja Morant. Oh, ja Morant, yeah. Yeah, somebody, uh, it was uh, Barnes, the basketball player that's retired now. I can't, for the life of me, remember his first name. Um, he had posted last night about, you know, John needs to stop driving the basket so intensely, you know, it's going to prematurely end his career because the floor is undefeated because he keeps falling. And I'm like, well, you know, not pulling kids or uh, guns on teenagers might be a good place to start, too. But, right. you know, just spitballing here. <laughs> uh, Sacramento and Golden State, this has by far been the most entertaining series Um the series is tied at two. That could have very well have possibly been a West uh, West uh, Western Conference Final. Well, I'm have. trying to spit it out. Uh-huh. They're <laughs> in Sacramento tonight for Game Five. I still think somehow the Warriors find out to win that series. 
find a way. Uh, the Suns ended the series with the Clips last night. That was uh, game five. And then that's it. So we're we're updated on NBA. Uh, going over to the NHL. Go Leafs! <laughs> you know, from from a uh, you know from a uh, favorite standpoint, you know, you want in your heart for the Maple Leafs to have a little bit of success. You know? No, actually, I don't. Well, you don't. <laughs> you don't. You know whose bandwagon I'm on? Seattle Kraken. Oh yeah, that's right. They looked really good Monday night. Um, let's see here. So tonight we have game five in the Boston Panthers series. That one is three, one, uh, avalanche and Kraken game five tonight, nine 30. That one evened at two. You mentioned them. The Maple Leafs looking to end the series tomorrow night against the lightning in game five. That is at home in Canada. Uh, the devils, they have come screaming back. They've got that series tied at two with the Rangers. Game five tomorrow night. Uh, Golden Knights of 3-1 on the Jets. Game five tomorrow night. Um, Hurricanes and Islanders. They're 3-2 right now in favor of Carolina. Game six Friday night. Uh, the Wild and the Stars. Uh, Dallas taking game five. And losing me money last night. Yeah, that one's three two in Dallas's yeah. favor. Uh, game six in the Oilers series against the Kings is Saturday. Uh, they're up three two, and that's your update. Hey, yeah. What what amazes me with the uh, NHL with their recent expansion? You know, Vegas, first Vegas and now uh, Seattle. Mm-hmm. Knows how they do? They must do this right because you have two very successful expansion teams. Well. And Seattle had a really bad year last year, which right. is typical of a new team. Right. That's kind of why I had a problem with the Golden Knights having the first year that they did. It felt kind of, you know what I'm saying, scripted a little bit. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. I still don't enjoy the Golden Knights, by the way. No. Okay. Uh, I just, I, I don't think Las Vegas is the best place to have sports franchises. You really? have a fan base built yeah. on tourists. Right. What happens when those teams well, start you, well, sucking? Well, you have two and a half million in the metro that live there. I understand, but I guess sports is probably the afterthought when you go to Vegas. Well, I I don't know about that. I have a couple of friends of mine that when they go out to Vegas now, they, they like to go out in the winter months so they can go see the Golden Knights. So, you know. Um... Let's circle back to the Broncos. And then, then again, yeah, so that, yeah, so a couple of people from here, a.k.a. tourists. Okay, I got your point, but still. <laughs> All right. As I said, let's circle back to the Broncos. I did see and hear in the Bronco update today that Greg Jennings Woo-hoo! is going to be elected to the Mac Hall of Fame this June. All right. Uh, and then the baseball team. Uh, what they had a series win against um, Bowling Green, yeah, sweeping them. Yep, uh, they are in Toledo for a three-game set starting Friday. Yeah, I dropped I dropped in on uh, the um, 
uh, Friday game? Friday game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the Friday game. Um, and uh, they had baseball, softball going at the same time. I, I grabbed the one parking spot that I could find in the lot. So that's a good sign. Um, both fields were uh, busy with fans. So Good. And I'm glad to see that. I really yeah, me am. too. You know. Yes, it's free, but you take advantage of it. Are you working the baseball game next Tuesday? Uh, I'm not sure. Because it says Bronco Media Network, so I assume that game is going to be on the radio. Yes. Uh, they are playing Valparaiso. Uh, yep, yep, yep. At home. Yep. I remember that game being on the schedule. So, All right. It'll be either me or McKinney in here. And, of course, you know where Robin will be. And then next weekend, uh, a three-game set down in Ohio against Kent State. Right. Going back to softball, a little update here. If I can get to where I need to go, that would be terrific. There we go. Let's see here. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Rawhide. <laughs> it was, was little league week. That it was, was little week. league day at Ebert Field last Saturday where they took down Kent State. Yep. Um how'd the Friday game go? They lost. Okay. Same with um Bark <clears throat> in the Park on uh yep. last Oh yeah. And, and, oh they had the yeah. double header, that's right. Yep. Yep. They lost both. Okay. Uh they did win against NIU into Kalb on uh or DeKalb, whatever you want to call it, on Tuesday. <laughs> game two actually about to get underway. Um what? Real soon here, two o'clock. That is a doubleheader game. Uh two of that doubleheader right after. It says four, but I'm sure it'll be after that. Right, right. Uh, senior day, I can't believe it, is coming up, uh, what, next Saturday? The price of living in the North and playing a summer sport. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mostly where half of your season is down South. So. Have you seen any rumblings with the hockey team uh, or the football team on the not, stampede board? Not really. It's been very, quiet. very quiet. So, okay. which All is, quiet on which the is, front. Which is okay. We're going to have big changes in all of our sports, and you already know that. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, God, who who was it I was discussing with who who's uh take taking big advantage? Oh, okay. I want to I want to mention this. Um, Deion Sanders, Colorado's new head coach. They had the spring game on uh, the TV Saturday, and so I was checking that out. Um, got word after that spring game that 15 Buffaloes jumped into the portal. Yeah, right you after want to it. know why? Because they're going to lose. They're no. going gonna to lose their jobs anyway because he's bringing in all he's all of his people. Well, that's why. But that's what he told these kids: is like, oh, I'm going to over recruit you because half of you are no good. Yeah. So exactly. what did that receiver do? He went out there, got the most yards, got the most catches, and he said, "Screw you." Yeah, that, that, that's a ticking time bomb. Yeah. Should be interesting to see uh, if everything that he does there works. I don't think it will, but that's just me. Okay. I'm not a big Dion guy, if you can't tell. Right. I can I can tell. He's just... Your eyes rolled the second my I, I uttered his name, so yeah. He's I got just... You. He's so egotistical. It, it, he's the typical... Well, he was a corner, right? Uh, yeah. 
I'm surprised he wasn't a a wide receiver with the attitude that he has. Me, 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 me. That's Aaron, not a wide receiver. Dude, why, wide receivers are the biggest divas in the NFL. <laughs> you go tell that to a Monra. Most of them. Yeah. <laughs> not a slot receiver. Oh, okay. I'm talking guys like Hopkins and, you know, Antonio Brown. Well, Antonio Brown's been a diva from day one. T.O. I mean, yeah. Chad Ochocinco. The list is so long. I don't really have to go through it. You know what I'm talking about. Right, but, right. Um. Yeah, all eyes on tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, the draft. Um, what are the Lions going to do? We're going to have to find out. Yeah, it's, and it's it's actually going to be very, very interesting, almost must-watch TV, literally. I think there are going to be a lot of eyes when uh, pick six comes around. I agree. Or maybe even before because, like I was saying, they could move up. Still could. It's in the cards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's going to be fun. It will be. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> I have faith I, in the brass. I want to. I'm just. I'm, I know this last week just threw you into a loophole. No, I'm it, just. It, I'm just worried that it, it's a corner at six. I just. I, I can't do it. it. Well, We won't take a corner at six. You think. Or 18. You think. You know what? Here's the thing. I wouldn't mind Joey Porter Jr. at 18. Not at 6. I do not need a corner at 6. I don't know how many times I can say that. Edge rusher if still available. If Realistically, I would like both if, of their first two picks to be D-linemen. Or at 18, a linebacker. Mm-hmm. We don't need this offense stuff. We don't need a stash player. Stop it. No. We don't have that luxury. Let's go win something. Yeah. We don't need a quarterback. Terry Bridgewater will probably sign with us yes. after the draft. Yes. So we have a backup. We have a quality backup. Correct. Who actually has wheels. And that's what I'm saying. These people saying, take Hendon Hooker in the third round or take a quarterback in the fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh. They're already, that's not a quality backup, folks. They're already banking on golf falling apart is what it is. Oh, so Hendon Hooker's your solution. Right. A dude yeah. coming off an ACL injury. That comes from a system that makes players look better than they are. Mm-hmm. It's like the receiver, Cedric Tillman. I'm not taking him because he's part of a system. I mean, look at the backup quarterback that came in. He looked just as good as Hendon Hooker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just no. No. Right. <clears throat> Quality backup, Teddy Bridgewater. There you go. Draft Thursday, uh, no games this weekend. No. So um, enjoy. Tuesday. Tuesday. KZO. Against Valpo. I made a rhyme. I <laughs> like me now. I think we should probably end it there. I, I'm done. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bronco Nation podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode.